to another episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. I'm Deb. And here's our podcast for the realistic SLP. Yes, that's who we are. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us. So today we have a lovely wine. I'm going to get right into it. It's a Pinot Noir, Mm. which Deb and I were saying is pretty much like a classic go-to wine, right? Like you can't go wrong. Exactly. So if you're out and you're thinking like, I need to order for the table, go Pinot Noir. Yeah. Or or yourself. I don't know. Buy the glass. Right. Yeah. If you're getting it for yourself too. But I feel like the pressure is on when there's a group. Mm. You're like, am I going to make a choice that the collective will enjoy? You know, because you want to like take into consideration other people's preferences right well then you, you know, go with like you want red and it's social right you want red or white and then if you want a classic red i would suggest a pinot noir and i think deb would agree yes yes, yes yeah so that's what we're drinking you know it's a 2017 pinot noir and it's a du pung Okay, so it's spelled D-E-U-X-P-U-N-X. So that I feel like that's French, and I know you're not supposed to pronounce the X. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm but how would you pronounce an X? Dukes punks. <laughs> right? Like a, like, a, like a K and S phonetically. Right, yeah. So I'm going to drop that final constant deletion here mm-hmm. and do dupen, which I don't know if that's French or pr- trying to be French. Right. That's me trying to be French and fancy. Well, I think you're doing... W- well, do it with a French accent now. Uh, you okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost <laughs> did like a British one, but uh, I just... Uh, parlez-vous français? There you Is go. Croissant. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I'm going to butcher their language, and I don't want to do that. A croissant. <laughs> si. Oui, oui. Excuse me. Okay, so it's prod- produced and bottled by Dupunk's Wines, and they are in Napa, California. Mm-hmm. So I think this wine has a pretty uh, even body taste, not overly acidic. And uh, we paired it with my, f- I w- this is officially my favorite cheese. This oh cheese. boy. I know. This is a Thrilling. moment. This is a moment. <laughs> I even offered some of this cheese to Mike and his brother, mm-hmm. Steve, who I've never met before. Did you S- think Mike and Steve looked alike? No. They Do have you? the same face shape. And eyeballs, like they have these like round faces, and they both oh have yeah. these like high cheeks and big round eyes. Oh right, I did eyes, only yeah. meet him for like two point five seconds, and yeah. I was like, "Hey, I'm Maria. Nice to meet you. Do you want some cheese?" Oh, that, that's a nice way to greet someone. Well, I, I think. did address that awkwardness, and I was mm-hmm. like, "I know that's so weird." He's like, "No, it's cool for me." He's like, "That's right. the best thing," and I was like, "I, I like mean, this he's guy. Italian. That I'm Greek. Same thing. Yeah, so you're right. We're all about the food. <laughs> Life <laughs> exactly. revolves around food. Anyway." So this cheese, speaking of wine, is from Vermont, and it's called a Plymouth Back Truffle, Black Truffle, excuse me. It's an artisanal cheese, and it has, like, that truffle flavor. Do you taste that? I do taste the truffle. Are you saying the truth? I taste the magic. No, I am saying the truth. I do feel like whenever I'm in a restaurant and there's truffle fries, everyone's like, let's get the truffle fries. Yes, I'm one of those people. I'm just like, these are fries. (laughs) Um, but I'll take them because I do enjoy a French fry. Yeah. Um, but 
Uh, I do also. There's also truffle mac and cheese. Yes. Oh my god. I goodness. just feel like you know when people, when you order a margarita mm-hmm. and they're like, "Do you want Patron?" I'm like, "No," because after you put all that stuff in it, it all tastes the same. So when okay. you're like making macaroni and cheese and you're adding a bunch of ingredients, it's like the truffle kind of gets diluted. And I and also like French fries are just like potatoes heavily fried. Maybe they're crispier, but I I just think like when you like do too much manipulation of something it's like you kind of lose out on the quality of that ingredient i'm gonna have to uh beg to differ all right (laughs) 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 that's all i have to say so you like patron margaritas i actually don't know if i've had with patron but definitely you feel it the next day once you're over 30 when you've had like like the bottom shelf versus the top shelf yeah, I'm going. I'm not talking about the drink rail. Right. I'm talking <laughs> about like mid shelf. <laughs> right. I okay. don't need Patron. I'll taste like Milagro or something like on the middle, or you know, I'll take Absolute instead of okay. Grey Goose or something. You I know, those are kind of even though. No, they're not. No. Okay. All right. So then I would taste a difference. Sometimes I feel like it's more watery if the alcohol is not that good. But we're gonna, we'll stick with wine for now. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll stick with cheese. Actually, what we know more about. Yeah. But cheese, for sure, I could taste, like, truffle. I even got truffle o- olive oil. Like that all definitely I need is tastes truffle Truffley, yeah, because this is, like, full-blown block of cheese of it. Because it's, like it's, like, a thicker, heavier taste, I feel yes. like. Yeah. It's just, it's so good, and it smells interesting, but I like it. Yeah, because it's, it's mushrooms. Oh, that's what that is? Yeah. I don't know what that, I didn't yeah, know what truffles that Truffles are mushrooms. Oh, okay. I believe. Fact check, fact check that. Yeah, fact okay, check. I'll have to fact check, check that. that. <laughs> so uh, definitely, <laughs> in conclusion, drink the wine and eat the cheese. Yes. We both drink it. Drink it and eat it. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. I'm gonna drink this. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was a real sip. Anywho, juice. so we're talking about keeping it social. And this is Keeping It Social Part 2. Yeah, I'm going to follow up with a, some water. That's good. So um, we are going to first talk about, though, we're going to get into our segment, This li- Week in Life, This Week in Speech. And yeah. uh, while Maria's drinking water, yes. I will talk about This Week in Life for me. Yes. Um, I've yeah. been teaching college, both undergrad and grad. It's going well. I'm liking it. Um, it's taking up more of my time, so I feel like um, I've been quite busy and i've been i've had a lot on my brain but it's going well i like that you're saying busy and a lot on my brain and not saying like stressed no i don't feel stressed okay i do feel like at some point my motor coordination is off like i have knocked over so many things with my elbows and stuff (laughs) and i think it's just because i'm just so like up in space and i'm thinking about so many things that um like not paying attention to what I'm doing in the current moment. You need to be grounded. Yeah, but uh-huh. in terms of functionality, I'm doing well. Um, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> right. to... Your productivity? Yes, yeah, I'm nailing it. Um, Good. I think that the takeaway from this is that when you add things to your plate, um, you sh- before getting super overwhelmed, you should just ask for help. And I have, and I, I hired two people to help me in different ways, and I just feel good good 
That's yeah. how you know you did a r- the right decision. Right. You did the right decision. Yeah, you I know? did the right decision. Right. You did the right thing. See, that's the beauty about being a speech pathologist. I have no problem with you saying to me, I did the right decision. I'm not so worried about, like, grammar and syntax because, like, I understand your point. Right. I was, though. Like, oh, I, I am know. a speech and I said that. But who cares? I know I mean, that I was but wrong. But you're not. Yeah. Like, I don't like when people are so fixated on, like, grammar mm-hmm. and, like, perfection. What I about people annoying. who text inaccurately <laughs> i don't care i i text really? everything wrong i don't even know how people text me everything i say is wrong right okay. yeah um that's gotcha. fine as long as i understand what you're saying or i'm just like what i mean but then right. you're giving me the opportunity to find a very funny gif or gif whatever you want to say so it's like you know the world just keeps moving good point going good point. like on a tangent you know how i always talk about how right. i like moved around a bunch as a kid yes i feel so like that's like the first thing you said to me when i met you probably similar yeah. to how i told steve hey you want some cheese like i hope he'll remember me now as that cheese girl right so yeah. then i'm the girl who moved around a lot yes. and i think what that taught me was that like your opening line when, yeah when i was younger i used to like feel sad about it a little bit but like you're like life goes on without you being there so i used mm-hmm. to be like going back because whenever i left somewhere i had family that stayed there so like my dad lived in mm. delaware my mom lived in jersey my grandma lived in staten island and i moved around to these people and they stayed where they were and my sister and i just moved so i would go back to these same places to visit and it was hard to see that life went on without me there like they still went to school they still went to parties they still went to games they still hung out they had lives that existed without me Right. So I think that taught me that just like nothing really matters. Like life is just going to keep going on. Right. So like my grammar is not like a big yeah, deal. Yeah, no, it's just like yeah. right. <laughs> Everything's going to keep going on. You're so right. Yeah. All right, I'm going to I'm going to not apologize for saying things like you made the right decision. Although that was correct now. Yeah, so I don't know what you said, but it's fine. Yeah, I don't even know either. Um, anyway. But then other than that, in my life, my friend Mandy came to visit this weekend. Oh, nice. It was so fun. So she and I have been like best friends since eighth grade. I remember um, you told me about her and stuff. Yeah. Is she a Cancer too? Horoscope June sign? 8th. No, so no. Gemini. Um, but she, uh, she's a doctor now, so it's always fun hanging. We talked a whole bunch. My soap notes, I've changed them completely after talking to Mandy. I'm excited wow. to teach a class about soap notes again. Um, just, and, uh, so also it's so good to hang out with people that like have known you for so long. And also like Mandy's so much like me, like she's so loud. We're both super loud. We both talk excessively. We like the same music. We're like always nonstop. Like we're both road runners. So it's just nice to like be around someone who's mm-hmm. just like you. It just like makes you feel like, oh, I'm not the only one. Yeah. And then I'm, um, I'm like making summer plans oh. and uh, I've been ha- taking care of dogs. That's my life. All right. Wait, what are your summer plans? Well, I've been thinking about like summer work. I think I might go back to the nursing home. Because oh. I, I got asked to go back, which I don't have time to go back right now, but in the summer I might. Um, and I'm going to do some work with, I don't know, last year I feel like we did an episode where I talked about what I was going to do and it was completely wrong. But right, as yeah. of um, April, I'm going to work with medically fragile babies this mm. summer, Whoa. which is exciting. Um, but then uh, my week, oh, and I'm going to Florida next week. So yes. that's exciting. Yeah, I know. 
And then this week in speech, we've been doing, um, if anyone needs an idea for speech that's so entertaining and time-consuming, it'll be two sessions long. You got me at entertaining and then lost me at time-consuming. Like time-consuming so. in that it will take up two sessions and it will occupy your your students significantly you got me back yes go ahead um go to story pirates podcast and look for the episode about the girl who turned into spaghetti oh okay and basically it's about a it's a podcast about um they like reenact children's stories and um this story in particular is about a girl who loves spaghetti so much that she turned into spaghetti. So we listen to it in speech, and then I have, like, a graphic organizer that they fill in. And they're like, once there was a blank named blank who loved to eat blank. Blank ate blank for breakfast. She ate blank for lunch and dinner. She even ate blank for dessert. So it's like that's the story, and they create a character and a food that they loved. And then they have to create a person who warns them against eating it so much. And then they don't listen. And then one day they feel sick and they take a nap. And then they wake up and they have turned into that food. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, it's very funny. And it's so fun. So I did the girl who turned into a pickle. I was going to say, you're a pickle. Yeah. And then um, it's funny also to see how the children end the stories, whether or not they turn back into a child or if they stay the food and they're happy or they stay <laughs> the food and they get eaten. <gasps> oh, wow. So the en- so this is like great for targeting, um, telling stories with a distinct beginning, middle and end. It's also great for like creating characters and also like syntactically correct sentences and things along. the. And then we draw pictures to illustrate the story. That's the second or even third session. So this will take a while. It like, It'll occupy you for it could occupy you for a month if you really like wanted it to. But I really try to get the kids moving with it. Um, Wow. We've also so it's state testing in New York right now. Mm -hmm. So yes, my floor has the older kids in my elementary school. So we have to be pretty quiet. Mm -hmm. So we've been drawing cartoons. I have like a drawing book and then I just put a bunch of faces on a page, just blank faces and then thought and speech bubbles. And the kids have to create different expressions and then write what they're saying or thinking. That also taps, taps into social skills, right. too. Yeah. Yeah. I went to a professional development and they talked about the uh, efficacy of using like comic strips because they're similar to the social stories that they're visual, but they're like child friendly. And then the thought bubble is great to work on like inferencing like, oh, what is he thinking about? And then like the talking. Right. That sounded so New York. The talking, the talking. <laughs> Yeah. But it doesn't matter, right? So the, yeah. talking, the talking bubble yeah. is like, oh, this is what they're saying, but they're thinking this, you know? Or right. like, is what they're thinking matching what they're saying? And, and like the facial expression, too. So I had, like, different examples of people, like, yawning, smiling big, smiling small, frowning, surprised face, eyes opened, eyes closed. So, like, nice. if they were inspired yeah. to copy a face of somebody who looked tired, then I would expect their speech bubble to be corresponding with that facial expression. And they could be thinking like, ah, I stayed up too late watching cartoons. Like, oh, that could go into like, why is someone tired? Why should we not stay up past our bedtime? Exactly. Watching cartoons, which I mean this for myself, too. I've been yeah, trying to go to bed Yeah, just you stay up late watching cartoons. <laughs> no, no, but like on my phone or just yeah. Googling stuff. I did just start watching yeah. Muppet Babies again. Really? Yeah, because I got YouTube TV 
and oh, okay. it doesn't have like all the channels, so it's not like you have a ton to choose from. <laughs> and Great. then I saw Muppet Babies, and I thought it was like old Muppet Babies, so I got excited. But it was new <laughs> Muppet Babies, still good, still good, okay. guys. It uh, it's Great. <laughs> yeah. so Watch your life Muppet is Babies. Muppet Babies comics. Pickles and speak, yeah, and, sp- and fr- I'm glad you saw your best friend, honestly, Mandy. Oh so yeah, that's that good. was fun. Yeah, yeah, we had fun. Good, great. I want to meet her. Yes. Anyway, I should just show up at her birthday party. Yeah, you should. Yes. Just come to all my friends' birthday right. parties. Right. Yes. <laughs> Why not? Well, it's hard because last year I went to her birthday party instead of yours. Yes. So you guys like kind of put your birthday parties along. Right. I time. celebrated mine a little earlier because I was going to be in Greece for my actual right. one. So that's why. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes. So my life, what's going on there? Okay. So my life has been good this week in my life. Um, so I downloaded the Calm app. I got the free oh, trial. I forgot. Yes. The Calm app is very calming. No pun intended. So when you open it, you have to take a deep breath. And there's like, you know, Hello. background music. You are in nature. Yes. And then there's a beautiful Everything little background. going to be okay. You're right. Stop panicking. Right. I wasn't done. Oh, okay. Are <laughs> no, you? it's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I can go back to it. Yeah, let's hear your okay. mindful meditation. Well, my mindful meditation? Mm-hmm. Like what I say or you want to hear no, it right like now? No, like with the background noise. Oh, okay. Well, let me get into it first that you, every day is a new one. And, uh, which I liked yesterday's was about, cause it was April Fool's. So it was mm-hmm. about humor and that. Oh, I forgot to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. S- right. I'll talk about it. Yeah. I was doing that in speech <laughs> and in my life too. Yeah. Playing pranks on people, which is a lot of fun. And like, I think, cause I do the meditation app in the beginning, the calm app in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it really does set like a precedent for the day. And it's like, all right, today's April fools. And like, and pretty much the meditation has like so the basically soothing. that meditation just narked on everyone who was trying to have a good time. <laughs> so you were just like speculative of any person that told you anything because that app reminded you it's like the day well, if to anything, be fooled. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so <laughs> I was on my A game <laughs> fooling everyone, and nobody got to me. That one person <laughs> came in and was like, "I'm pregnant." I'm like, "Wait, is this April Fool's joke?" I was like, "I wasn't even like, yay." everybody else was like yay and i'm like wait hold up she's like no it's real it's really real i'm like are you sure because it's april 1st and she's right. like no it's real so yes i'm excited for her. one of the like worst things that ever happened to me happened like i i told someone about it on april 1st and didn't realize and they like laughed at me and i was like crying oh. they were like oh yeah. no it was like, like <laughs> you, you will not get me it was so but like in retrospect that was quite funny right like that's true comedy Good. <laughs> Go right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so anyway, the c- the app, I want to get back to the, the realness of it. The Calm app is just, it sets the precedence of the day. So it doesn't, so it just ha- so happened that April 1st was humor. Like today was about work stress, which I was like, okay, you know, this is great. So um, it was saying how uh, it may sound counterintuitive to just slow down and take a minute to just stop everything and like take some deep breaths, but it, it actually will show that you are more productive because you'll be less frazzled 
aka not knocking things over with your elbows I'm just kidding. right just kidding well i i don't mean to like throw that in your i was just joking like, yeah i hope that wasn't offensive you but know? i mean like i <laughs> felt like i was relating to what you were saying because whenever i feel stressed i'm like no stop right let me turn around so like yeah that's good but i have been knocking everything over right i don't know why i've been doing that but <laughs> i don't know it's maybe like i should get you a meditation i don't know maybe thing. i have a tumor um, no, what? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna talk about the calm app because I I feel like you're not ready to like get calm with me right now. So like, let I'm me calm. just talk about it. So when you download it, <laughs> it's a free trial for a week. So I definitely recommend it. You have nothing to lose. Uh, there's a daily meditation every day, and it sets you up for a nice day. I think if you want to even do it in the morning, you don't have to. Um, Third thing, today's was work stress, and they gave this good tip that I have to do that you should... Um, actually, I'm going to save it for my tips and tricks. I'm going to save it. Damn, it's got to... Right. So you're going to have to keep listening on in to the episode to hear this good trick that oh, I got. Oh, I'm excited. Yes, good. So um, that's that. And then I also like that the app, when you download it, they ask you like what your goals are. So it's like um, better sleep. Less anxiety. Um, you know, I forgot what my goals are, to be honest. But you, it will give you apps and music, too, uh, to pair with your goals, like what your goals are for your emotional well-being. So I like that. I thought that was good. Good. Yeah, and there's different tunes you could listen to, like music. There's, like, different sleep stories to go to sleep. And the guy from uh, Game of Thrones is on there. Matthew oh McConaughey is on here talking about stuff. Oh, now it's sold. Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> if I, if that didn't hook you, there's a Little Mermaid. I was like, that looks like the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Um, so I just think gratitude. it's so funny. Like, if you and I, if there was a movie about us and, like, the opening scene was introducing us as characters, they'd probably show, like, the two of us driving on our way to work and like on our way to work i'd probably be listening to like led zeppelin i was gonna say rock music and rocking and then like on your way it's like breathe in that's what i do breathe out yes breathe in inhale success exhale doubt doubt. (laughs) (laughs) we did not plan that people like that's how that's how like yeah. the writers would set the scene to like for yeah. our character development. I like it. <laughs> I feel like it's being true to the to the story. Right. So good job writers. That would be our story. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Mike can write that for us. <laughs> All right. Good luck. I've been yeah. trying to hire him to write me stories for a, a year and it's so annoying. It's hard okay. to work with comedians. Okay. Or just my comedian. I don't know. Or just Mike. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Love Mike. Not being negative about Mike. <laughs> so I also was in Chicago this weekend, and that was a great time. Exciting. I did an architecture tour, and I learned about, like, the architecture. And there was the big Chicago fire, which I like that the museums and just, like, the different parts of Chicago were saying how, like, you know, that the fire was obviously devastating, but it gave them a chance to rebuild their whole uh, city mm-hmm. and then it really led to like modernism modern architecture and then it like right went into there and now and then like fast forward to today where i went to the willis tower formerly known as the sears tower which is like the highest right su- skyscraper or structure in north america so i went to the top of that i was so nervous and i looked down and it was glass oh we yeah, have spe- been chatting. Speaking of being nervous, timers <laughs> can make us nervous. So you just 
I'm not nervous. Right. On that note, just hold on for a word by our sponsors. This episode of SLP's Wine and Cheese is brought to you by SpeechTherapyPD.com. It's a 100% SLP-owned website that specializes in practical, engaging, evidence-based video and audio courses. There's more than 600 hours of courses available on demand. Yes, there are weekly live and interactive courses and pod courses. They offer unlimited plans starting at $89 a year. And now you can get $10 off with the code WINE, W-I-N-E. So enter WINE at checkout. And we're back. Yes. So we got to talk about our week in life. And well I didn't now get to we talk about speech, but I'll wrap it up. So I, too was uh focusing on april fools just because it's fun mm-hmm. you know so i did like um guess what there's no school tomorrow and then they're like what and i'm like april Fools. oh that's mean oh come on that's rude i would be that's like you have yeah oh, come on i mean because i feel like the <laughs> point of a joke is comic relief so you have to like present to them a troublesome situation and then your reveal has to be relieving but you gave you dangled the one thing that children dream about (laughs) and then you Uh, snatched it from their hopeful eyes i feel really bad now (laughs) but you really should have seen their faces is is my defense and Maybe you are Slytherin. We've tried to have ha- two Harry Potter episodes that have mysteriously been deleted from my computer twice. I don't know how, but they were very funny both times. And <laughs> I it must not be meant to be. I, I don't guess even not. know what, what the point of that is. <laughs> but um, m- maybe we'll have to research it more and then do the episode. The first if one was has great. Ideas I feel sad Harry about that. Yeah, maybe we have I to missed that episode. Maybe? I wish it was not gone. I think we have to find that SLP who made that quiz and ask her to like. Oh, that was to not an SLP. It wasn't. No, that Why was somebody was? who was. She was just polling everybody. There's right. so many different We're tests on the internet. We're, maybe we'll just find a better one then. Mm-hmm. There has to be a reason why we keep mysteriously losing these. Episodes. I don't know. All right, so yeah, so I felt terrible, but really it was actually very funny, and the kids found it funny, and it was a great segue into jokes and April Fools and tricks mm-hmm. and what is a trick. And then I segued into homophones and homonyms. And those are words that may trick us. And then I used a lot of your coloring sheets. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And then I first like labeled them. And then I, fir- and then I um, with your coloring sheets, I like boxed them off so they could have like mail and then mail like together visually. Right. Sometimes I cut up because like oh, usually it, right. it's PDFs, right? Or I gave you physical books, but you can like take photocopies. I do. But I yeah, I I cut up all of my pages okay. all the time and glue those places. I'll make them in sentences or I'll put them in like sorting. That's good idea. Yeah, the you voice can cut. Somebody Sorry. cut up my butterfly paper. And they had the black and white version, and they cut up the color version, and then they pieced it back together like a puzzle. Oh, I like that. I, I was puzzles. amazed. I was like, you're a genius. Who thought, how did you think of this? Wow. Yeah. You were blown away. I was blown away by nope. some, somebody else's. Intended. Yeah. Yeah, so I... I don't know if you understand puns. Well, you know, <laughs> fight. <laughs> I know. <laughs> puns are supposed... You're supposed to use a homophone I know. I was... <laughs> I, that was a far-reaching one because the butterflies, maybe I could have said you got carried away, but, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Someone at right. Asha, Jessica, she's on our interview, said I'm very punny. 
just spring in the back. You're punny? Yeah, she said you're pun- I'm punny. But she didn't say you're funny. No. She didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'll admit, she didn't say that. She said punny. That's what a proper interviewer. We better get into the yeah, what we we're supposed really to talk about. Yeah, we We've should. We've been talking for 27 minutes about nothing. This is going to have to be a three-part episode. <laughs> okay. So let's get back on task. <laughs> so continue to talk about social stories. Yes. This is a two-part episode. I'm going to keep going there. Yeah. Show must go on. This is a two-part episode. So like we said in the previous episode or episode one, of keeping it social. Social stories are a concept thought of by Carol Gray in 19 1991, and the goal was to increase social skills of individuals with autism spectrum disorder. So the purpose or the goal is to teach and model a particular social skill. So we are going to go over some of them. Before we do that, Deb wants to talk about social intelligence. And we touched upon this in the last episode about social skills. So um, basically, like as human beings, you have some expectations that you should be presenting with. So a couple of those are primal empathy. So like sensing other people's feelings, attunement, listening with full receptivity. So being receptive, Um, empathetic accuracy, understanding thoughts and intentions of other people. Social cognition, understanding the social world and the working of the web of relationships. Social facility, knowing how to have smooth and effective interactions. Also, synchrony, interacting smoothly. Self-presentation, knowing how to come across. Influence, shaping the outcome of social interactions and concern, caring about others' needs. So now this is definitely a self-actualized person that I just described because I by no means fit the mold of all these like perfect social intelligence standards. Things that I would like to work more on would be like interacting smoothly and shaping the outcome of social interactions. I I like that goal for you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But but at the same time, when I offer the converse opinion or a different opinion, it's like, that's what makes you who you are, you know? Like, you are kind of, like, random or something. You might come out of nowhere with something. And it's funny, and it's interesting, and it makes you you. So what is, like, this box that we have to have clicked on? Like, you are receptive. I'm talking to you about, oh, this wine's good. You're not like, well, the sky is red, you know? Like right. You're I'm like, not yeah, dismissive of right. you. Yeah, so. But I do feel like when I'm around famous people, I panic in those areas. But so would well i don't want to i want to be like i don't care what movie or television show you are on i am you are a human as am i and i would like to have no um awkwardness so i saw al sharpton by the way on the uh oh to chicago (laughs) and oh wow i don't know was that (laughs) was that not receptive i mean that's just like that's a crazy guy yeah so i saw that's great he was i was like did you talk to him? No, because he didn't look like he wanted to be disturbed. But I was like, is that him? And I was like, ow. And he didn't turn around or flinch. What if it wasn't? It was him because other people in the back were like, that was him, right? So. Oh. I saw Elvis Duran at the airport once. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like he's cool. I would like to meet him. Yeah. I was like, hey, Elvis Duran. And he was like, nice to meet you. He was like still radio personality, even at the airport. He would still. I'm still. What am I saying? He would love our show. Just saying. Because every Friday um, they usually consume beverages, alcoholic beverages on their show. Right. And we're like, What's that, Uncle Johnny? Yeah, Uncle yeah. Johnny. I yes. know 
uh, producer of that show. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he has his own podcast, so there's no way he's interested in endorsing ours. You know what? You got to put the good no. out in the universe. <laughs> you know what I, I heard know there David was David no. Brody. Do you know who David Brody yeah. is? Yeah. Yeah, we're we're buddies. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I've seen pictures of him. It's about as close as I got to. Yeah, David but Brody, um. But it doesn't matter. You know what I've learned? Like, you can know a lot of cool people, but, like, everyone's doing cool stuff. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. Right. And I feel like everyone's kind of just looking out for themselves. And well, I no, no. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't say that. About oh, okay. I, I won't. I'm just saying, like, everyone's got something. It's like when you go to L.A., everyone's got a screenplay. Right. You know? So it's like everyone's got a podcast. I'm not going to be like, guess what I've got? In Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I live in Brooklyn. You know, by you wouldn't believe it, but I have a podcast. Wow. Oh, that's the different alarm. That's for me to take my vitamin. <laughs> <laughs> that was alarming. Maybe Literally. Look, you. There we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Saved myself. <laughs> so this episode. Is I don't know what we're talking about. It's taking a turn. I'm like really hot. <laughs> Maybe this episode is taking a turn for the worse or for the better. And Whatever I think we're going to just leave it. Yeah. Because this is who we are. Exactly. So anyway, you're so let's get into some social stories. I'm excited. Yeah, because I'm excited Maria too. is introducing social stories to me. Social I stories know. are not things I have typically utilized in my speech therapy session. Um, I have had been a, I've been approached by people being like so and so is struggling to navigate this social situation. And then I have thought to myself, oh, we should utilize a social story. Yes. I've never found a social story that corresponded to, like, my need. Right. And I would, like, do my best to create one. But I would say that, like, uh, social study stories are not my area of expertise. Okay. And I think that's great that you're openly saying that. Oh, 100%. Good. And that is the first step to learning new things. Yeah. So saying Admitting? No. Not admitting, <laughs> just uh, self-realization, awareness, introspection, yeah. mm-hmm. which I feel like is one of the social things. You know, look at that. Let, mm-hmm. let, give me some extra checks for that. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, understanding the social world, <laughs> right? Social <laughs> cognition, that right? Or maybe, yeah, like maybe self-awareness. I don't have that much cognition about this. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right. no, I'm kidding. So, um, so that's the first step because that's what allows you to learn. So that's good. And number two, a good thing about social stories is that a lot of them are on there, online, different uh, websites, different platforms to get them, which is great. And then if you're finding that you can't find one that's exactly targeting what you want, you can make them. You know, right. And that's where the fun starts, I think. You know? So you love making social stories. I wouldn't say love, mm-hmm. but I am familiar with and I... I'm not scared of the idea, and I'm very well-versed. In, like, oh, let's make social stories. That's and fantastic. Like, let's just do it, and let's just get it done, and let's print it and laminate it and give it. Like, you know, I don't, like, have this whole, like, idea, like, oh, my God, what should No, just, I can do it, and it's done. Like, so I'm okay. confident in it, I guess. Okay, good. Say. So Maria's going, so we're going to make oh social God. stories together. She's yeah. just going to tell me what to do, and I'm going to draw it. Yes. That's just how. So, right. Yeah. Do you want to pick the random yet common um so so a negative maria made a bunch of cards here about like things that might need to be uh targeted through the use of social stories i'm gonna draw them and uh, draw them out of a hat and then she's going to explain how she would put that into a social story right and then i just want to make one more point clear 
that social stories don't have to always be like those typical negative behaviors or those inappropriate behaviors like biting, spitting, chewing. Of course, you could obviously use social stories. I have mm-hmm. with uh, those behaviors, but there's they really can be used with an array of um, behaviors, I guess you could say, because the goal is to teach a particular social skill. And that might vary from like client to client. So just wanted to say that. As okay, a so the first one okay, is going to one? be pushing and hitting. Okay, well, yeah. So let's start with the basic ones that we could say. Okay. <laughs> or like your uh, direct ones. So you want social stories to be positive and model appropriate language and behavior. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much like, all right, they're doing this. Like they're pushing their friends. And then you could ask yourself or the teacher. Like this is like a group effort here. This is not like, here, do this. This is like, all right, what's going on with Johnny? Johnny's pushing everyone off the slide in gym. Like, oh, like, who? Oh, it's everyone. Okay. Is it always during gym? Yeah. Or nope, just all the time. Johnny wants to get on that slide. Right. Okay. So we're trying to figure out why is this behavior happening, right? Is it like a sensory mm-hmm. thing? Is it like a behavior? Is he motivated by the slide? And the I other think he, kids yeah. so are just taking I don't even know Johnny, and I think Johnny's motivated by that slide. Right. And I think he's like, you know what? You guys have taken long enough, right. and now we need to get this moving because I need to go back down that slide. Right. So working on waiting is important. Mm-hmm. Working on using our words is important. So you could um, set up the realistic expectations. Like, when I'm outside, I have to share the playground with my friends. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not the only one on that slide, so we have to talk about what's happening. Can I interject? Yeah. Because maybe I might want to start out be b- by being like, slides are exciting to yeah. validate those feelings. Oh, okay. We're starting like in chronological order. Yeah. Okay. So page one. Good. Slides are so, so exciting. They are. Y- that you can go down and your stomach right. goes, woo. Right. Yeah. Everyone loves the slide. But. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's good. Because yeah. then you're like, well, not validating their feelings, but you're putting like a label or an understanding to how they're feeling. Like, yeah, this is exciting. I'm excited. We're keeping it positive. Right? I like to validate feelings. Yeah. I don't know if that was like a good word for it or not. Because like, I don't want kids to think like, oh, you know, everything I do, I get in trouble. Right. I know. Because like, it is exciting to jump around. It is exciting to go down <laughs> the slide. It is exciting to be loud and and like do all these crazy things. Right. That's exciting. That's yeah. like um, the opposite of the calm app. <laughs> right. Kidding. Yeah. Calm. Be it's calm when you're dead. Right. What, oh <laughs> my God, what is happening? Is it the cheese? I don't know. I, well, what's your fixation on being calm? The calm app. <laughs> <laughs> the calm. You got an app to make you calm. No, I'm kidding. Yes, because <laughs> I, I get overly excited. No, okay. Maybe well, I'm Johnny. No. Yeah, maybe. So okay. I would like to be like, that. you know what? That is so fun. Right. Yes. I think that's so fun. But you it know is. what? Everyone thinks it's fun. Right. So you know how fun you think it is? Everyone thinks it's that right. fun. So you know what? We need to be excited for other people when right. they go down the slide. Yes. and that's Something like that. And that's a good point that you're making mm-hmm. is because you can write that. Like, my friends feel excited, too. And that this is something that kids with autism need to be kind of, like, taught. It doesn't Here mean we go. they're unable oh to do it. Right? They're <laughs> not unable to have that empathy for that other their friends and how they're excited, too. But mm-hmm. they're... You're teaching them, like, I'm excited, and so are they. And then it, like, starts to, like, resonate for them and resonate. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, like, wh- I'm excited, and so are they. And, like, that's when you really start to tap into their social skills. 
Right. right. So they become more attuned with other people's feelings. Yeah. And a social store is a way, a segue, or right. a vehicle to get them to start thinking in that way. Right. To help them relate and communicate. Yes. Great. I like how that I'm rhymes. getting it. Yeah. Good. I'm starting to understand. Got it. So mm-hmm. you're going to do something like that. And then could say right. i think it's great to like set up like the what to expect because a lot of times kids with autism have anxiety about not knowing what to expect so if they have it predictably mm-hmm. written for them in a book they're like oh okay first i have to climb up the steps i think it helps and then i have to wait my turn then you could have like a visual of waiting mm-hmm. right and then it's, you could say like when i get frustrated because like fast forward a couple of pages in the book when i get frustrated what should they do? So this is your part where, like, when they have this frustration and that want to push, you should model what they should do instead. I should count to ten. I should take a deep breath. Mm-hmm. I should go on the swings and come back or something. Like, give them right. something to do. Oh, that's our time for today. But um, give them something to do. So replace that behavior with something else. So it's not enough to just be like, don't hit people. Don't do this. Well, all right, then what am I going to do then? <laughs> right. Tell me. What right. should I be doing? Cheer for everyone else who's going down. There you go. That's what so I, yeah. So I would be like, I would be like, slides are so exciting. Right. Like, waiting in line is hard, but when you get down that slide, it's so much fun. Something right. like that. Yes. And great. like, maybe the sensations of the slide. And then mm-hmm. talking about how like, um, being exciting for other people. Yeah. And then it's like even more great when it's your turn and also hey mike hi hello nice to be here kids who push kids uh down the slide and breaking a book for that do you feel like you had a problem with that when you were a kid Mm, i was bullied a little bit as a kid yeah there's a kid that uh who was it huh Name Johnny. I, know, I would love, I would love to just hunt his ass down and <laughs> just do something. Just you know what? This get revenge. I mean, I really want to. Like, <laughs> I, he probably has a family now, and I would love to just like beat him like in front of his family, <laughs> in front of his kids, and then his kids will know not to be like their dirtbag father. Yeah. And bully people. Because Can you make a social story? It always catches up with you, <laughs> and I will never, I will never forget. What's his name? And I will have my revenge. I don't want to say his name. Woody. Why not? He doesn't listen. Because I don't want to incriminate anybody. <laughs> I don't want to get sued. <laughs> don't be a point. coward. Who was it? His name is Mike Sturm. <laughs> get rid of him. Yeah, he made fourth <laughs> grade very hard for me. <laughs> yeah. He probably still works at the movie but theater. But I just want his kids. Nah, I think he's doing pretty well. Because uh. he's not on social media or anything, but I do, yeah, I do want just to... Yeah, I want something bad to happen. So that like that goes to show the lasting impact that people have on each other. Right, and if you're kind, I think people remember it too. Mm-hmm. So just be kind to everybody. Yeah, because people won't I remember what you say and do. They'll only remember how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, oh, you guys are like finishing yeah. each other. Yeah, you do have to spread yeah. kind. And We've been around you each other. You gotta spread kindness and positivity because there's uh, not enough of it in the world. Except for except like for that f- <laughs> except for that person <laughs> who is gonna get who is gonna get his. <laughs> I promise. I hope you're listening because I promise I will get you. Imagine his wife's like a speech pathologist and she's listening right now. I hope so. Because <laughs> she's going to have to give up where he is or yeah. face consequences. And she probably sees it in his actions throughout the day like you were a bully. She probably knows that her husband is a is a bully. And yeah, a he's probably gaslighting her all the time. Gaslighting her all the time. She, she would probably, like right before he... <laughs> right before. Hi, what I are you talking about? What are you gonna say? Just think about it. <laughs> Maybe we 
should make a social story for Mike. Okay. <laughs> right, right, before, right before I right before I cut off one of his fingers with a knife, okay. she, she's gonna be like, "Do it." She'll come out of the shadows in his in his garage, and then he'll look around. He'll realize he's in his own house, and that she helped me. Right. She helped me do yeah, it. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Wait, what was she? She was the accomplice. Accomplice. Yeah. Yes. That's what? the best way of revenge, that to turn someone's family against them. Ah. That is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but, uh, where this episode has it took gone. A turn. It took a turn. <laughs> Again, either no, for I'm the a, I'm a I'm a comedian, so I like I think revenge is like inherently funny because you're not supposed to do it. Anyway, the reason I came in here was uh where's that bag of mail? <laughs> <laughs> the bag of mail for your brother? Yeah. It's on the floor in your office next to the closet. So now that Mike got his mail, <laughs> how about we sum up? Okay, okay, social this social story, this particular social story about Johnny who is pushing his peers down the slide during gym. Mm-hmm. So the first question is to ask why. What is causing this communication breakdown? What's or the motivation of the behavior? Right. Yeah, you could do an ABC chart, antecedent behavior consequence. Mm-hmm. You could even, that's a whole like behavioral support, but like, so this, what I mean is when you have a negative behavior, it's not like, oh, give him a social story or give her a social story and everything will be fine. It's like, all right, this is just one piece of the puzzle of how we're going to work on this uh, negative right. behavior or this just deficit. Just like if somebody is showing like an oral fixation, not everyone needs a chewy tube. Like you need right. to actually confront that behavior, right? Like what's causing it? Is it anxiety induced? Is it a sensory thing? Like what is actually... So don't think that there's anything that's going to pacify something. You need to get to the root of the issue. Right, exactly. Right, yes, that's great. Okay, so number one, you want to validate the feelings Right. So or you could use more explicit words like, yes, I'm excited. Right. And you mm-hmm. use some really nice descriptive words like, oh, my stomach might ju- flutter or, mm-hmm. you know, my arms may tingle. I don't know something. And maybe this is a time and opportunity that if the student is able to, how do you feel? You know, and like right. use their own vocabulary words like I'm excited. I'm jumpy. Like, oh, write that. Also, if this individual is struggling in terms of their sensory input all day long and they finally found a release, it's really difficult to ask of them to hold back from satisfying something that's been unsatisfied for so long. Exactly. So maybe they need to do something before they get to gym. So you're setting them up for success, right? Right. So, like, maybe they need to calm. (laughs) uh, No pun intended here. (laughs) So, really, maybe they need to, like, walk around the hallway a little bit longer before they go to gym. Something. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is just an example. Again, that's not a pun. Right. (laughs) I didn't say pun. You did. I said they need to calm. You said no pun intended. No, because I kept talking about the calm app, and I didn't want this to be like another. Yeah, that means like I'm not trying to throw this in your face, but again, you should be calmer. Right. (laughs) I don't know. But a pun means like. A play on words. Yeah. I know. (laughs) I didn't say. I don't think I even said pun. (laughs) I don't don't know what's happening there. I could be hearing things. I I can't control my elbows. I don't know what I'm hearing. Yeah, you need to be more grounded. How about that word? Is that better? Yeah. Okay. All right. So then you want to set up the expectations. What what do we expect when it's outside? Maybe you could even mention like what it looks like. And that's when you would provide pictures like drawing them or Mm -hmm. take pictures of what that actual slide looks like if they need that exact 
slide, you know, that picture of it. And then you could talk about that the friends are there, right? And we have to share this space. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about what to expect when they're in that environment, how their friends are feeling and what's going on around them. And then this is the big kicker, I like to say, is you have to model appropriate behavior. So they are pushing. So we don't want to sit there and just keep saying, like, don't push. And it's bad to push. And I shouldn't push because that's just too negative. Oh, such a pet peeve of mine when people do that. I'm like, who taught you the word push? <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> but Stop labeling can. all the negative behavior. Right. I mean, you could bring it up. Like, right. I might want to push. Like, it's okay to bring up the behavior. Right. Like, on our behavior episode with Allie, mm-hmm. when she was saying, like, talk about it. You know, because if you don't, it's just yeah. going to come up another way. I might feel the impulse to push. Something right. like that. But and like impulsivity is definitely mm-hmm. something that we see in children or adults or uh, individuals with autism spectrum disorder and you had a point about impulsivity if you wanted to tell me about it i did yes what was that point so the point is (laughs) that a lot of times they have that impulse to just go down the slide i remember it and they're not really the forefront of their brain is not thinking oh no let me stop let me have that impulse control let me wait where they're just like right they're not oh. being proactively empathetic. What they're doing is they're trying to sense, they're trying to um, satisfy their current sensory need, which is leading them to be impulsive. Right. That doesn't mean in retrospect they don't feel bad and they don't feel empathetic. So what right. we need to do is set them up for success so that they don't act on their impulses so that they can act accordingly so that they can enjoy their pleasurable activity without afterwards feeling bad right. for doing it the wrong way. I like that. Can we cheers to that? Cheers. I was like, woohoo, that was good. That's like when I go out and I get too drunk and talk too mm-hmm. much. Like, I wish right. I could just have a good time instead of... Well, I'm there, you know, a lot of times <laughs> when you're out. <laughs> and I'm very good because I'm going to model appropriate behavior. <laughs> yeah. So, like, getting back... To this social story, perhaps you could work on waiting and speech. Perhaps you could talk about that right. with your parent, with the parent. And then this is a, a whole approach, right? This is not, oh, we read this book in speech and then we put it on the speech folder and we never see it again until next time we right. come back to speech. That's, that's but not But my effective. point was so <laughs> they can enjoy the whole situation from beginning to end without looking back on that situation right. thinking, yeah, I, got it. I wish I didn't do this. Right. I, wish I wish I didn't, I didn't hurt that. this person. I feel bad because of that mm-hmm. and they weren't they weren't doing it to hurt somebody right. but they just got carried away right yeah no i got that that's yeah. why i cheers to that okay good yeah Sorry. i got everything you were saying but i was saying when you're modeling appropriate behavior to set them up for that success so like maybe they have to maybe you have to glue a wait sign or a stop sign at the top of the slide right yeah you know or maybe a hand so down can remember Right. Everyone can remember to just wait. And then you could maybe even do like almost like a small little visual schedule. Like, wait, Mm -hmm. take it five deep breaths. Uh, Touch the sky instead. Maybe they could like raise their arms and touch clouds instead while they're waiting. Make everybody have an activity within the line. Right. Put some music on maybe for gym if the gym teacher's okay with that. Also, like maybe you can do something to the steps of that slide, like beads along the stairs, Mm. something that everyone can touch and interact with Mm -hmm. so that they're fixated on that as opposed to the fact that they're waiting. I don't fixate, but like occupy. 
or right. keep them engaged and like mm-hmm. keep them almost like busy. Om- I right. Yeah. Use that word, like like I busy, put Velcro all over my table because of our psychology episode that hasn't been released yet. But Ooh. you stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. So, yeah. So that is uh, what I think or what we think mm-hmm. about social stories. And we d- did not get to the other behaviors and how we would work on that. Can you that. tell me the social story, though? Like right. From the now? beginning. Okay. Middle end. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to give it in a crunch time. Yeah. Just I'm so. not going to speak at all. All just right. You tell the social story. When I go to gym, I may feel excited. This is because there's a slide. Next page. Slides make me feel excited. Next page. My friends are also excited, too. I could tell because they're smiling, period. Next page. But I must remember that we have to share the slide in gym. Next page. My friends are using the slide too, period. We have this in common. Maybe you could like throw that or something, you know, period. So when we are all waiting for the slide. Right. We are all waiting for the slide. <laughs> Great. Next page. I have to remember to climb the steps with holding the railings. Maybe you want to model some safety. And then if it's not my turn or if I'm not up there first, I would I would think about how to really word this depending right. on the level. I must Had remember. I've been like, right. tell me right now. Right. Yeah, I got this. I got it, girl. <laughs> got it. So I have to remember to wait. Waiting, maybe like my hands are on my sides. You know, like what is waiting? What and is maybe that? My hands are down. We could be like. Waiting is tricky. Yeah, waiting can be tricky. <laughs> right. It, c- it can be, right? It's not always. Maybe yeah. it's fun. Maybe I like to wait. Yeah. yeah. Right? So waiting can s- can feel tricky. I think it's like some positive statements, but I can do it. Yeah, I can wait. I, yeah, I can wait. And then a whole cute little page of I can wait. And then like yeah. happy face while you're sitting there and waiting. Like when I am waiting, right, I could take a deep breath. Next page. Or I can count to five. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Next page. I could even reach for the clouds in the sky. And then, like, cute picture of the kid reaching for the cloud. Oh, like I can draw that. That'd be good. Yeah. 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 And it's just like, wow. I can draw thought bubbles of what he's occupying himself with while he's waiting in the line. Yeah. Oh, clouds are fluffy. Yeah. Right? Like, look, yeah. look at that word. Nice Something vocabulary like word yeah. there. You know? And then... um. Once it's the once uh, there's nobody at the top, then it's my turn. So mm-hmm. then you could have a picture of like an empty slide and someone like sitting. Then I can say go, you know, <laughs> and then yeah. they could go down the slide and then you can. Now it's my turn. I'm going to go. Right. Like yeah. That. yeah. And then they're at the done. They're done. And they're like, I'm going to do this again. This was a lot of fun because I was safe and so were my friends. I feel happy when I am safe. My teachers feel happy, too. And my right parents i don't know and i love that because i want to make sure that when i'm trying to teach a child to interact in a social situation that they're able to enjoy it holistically and not look back and feel bad right so yeah and i and i don't think because we've had so many conversations about this on the podcast and off the podcast about how like there's a few misconceptions in terms of individuals on the spectrum and their ability to um, feel empathize. empathize or feel yeah. empathy and 
it's not i think it like stems back to like theory of mind like oh they don't understand how other people are feeling like that's like a definition i feel like i had to memorize in grad school and that's not necessarily quote unquote is what it means it just means like they might have that hard time like on shifting the focus within the moment right but it doesn't mean they can't be taught to think about, oh, wait, how are right. these making me feel? How is this unsafe? Oh, right. Yeah, it is. And you know? as an adult, I think it's empowering because when you do f- focus on waiting, it's like a sense of control. Like right. when you don't continuously act and you do choose to wait, you then establish more control over the situation so that you can be calmer during that social interaction can we cheers to that okay yeah (laughs) i like that yeah so that's a great way to Mm -hmm. empower that individual by teaching them a very vital tool of waiting yes and that is a big um lesson and that's not gonna the student might not master that in a year like that might be one of those lifelong goals and that might be a way we're all working on waiting and how but maybe if you're only working on waiting if you're truly only working on waiting and then if you ask yourself have i worked on waiting every session you might think I maybe didn't work on waiting every session. Right. Yeah. You know, SLP confession. Sometimes when you look back, you're like, maybe I didn't always focus on antonyms. Maybe I was thinking about other things, you know? Right. But if you did always work on waiting, it would certainly be less than a year for anybody of any level of ability. Right. That was the only thing. The only thing. Only thing. Yeah, you'll definitely make (laughs) progress, but it's also generalizing it, right? Like different waiting in speech and different waiting in the supermarket or something. You know, it might take longer than right in terms of a hierarchy of yeah. So it's just I'm just saying that's a goal. Like we're all gonna probably have maybe, you know, maybe I need to work on waiting too. Just because you have autism doesn't mean nobody else can work on waiting also. Right. Like waiting is just, oh, it's like a long term goal. <laughs> yeah. For maybe everyone. Yeah. Ma- yeah, that's all. I may, I got to work on it too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because so we're not all self actualized human beings. Right. We have not got it all figured no, out. No, we do not. Which I feel like this podcast episode is. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Sometimes things take a turn. Yeah. So let's go into tips and tricks. <laughs> I'm going to go first because I'm very excited to share my tip or trick. Okay. So the tip or trick was not thought of or invented by me. I got it once again from the Calm app where <laughs> for a minute, count yourself taking really deep breaths. So like inhale and even when you think you can't inhale anymore, exhale. So one full inhale, one full exhale. Count that as one. And then see how count how many full, full, full breaths you can do in one minute. And let's say it's like, I'm re- making up a number now, 12. Then that's like your target number. So like when you're at work and things are getting crazy, stop and take those 12 deep breaths again. And you'll know that it's like, oh, I just stopped for one minute and I took those 12 deep breaths and I took a second to calm myself. Mm-hmm. Pen drop. <laughs> <laughs> your turn. I'm, I'm going to wait. Um, okay, good. So my tip is to validate the feelings of the children in front of you. So don't label everything that they're doing is wrong. Don't say, don't pick up the pencil. Don't get up. Sit down. Do this. Do that. Instead, I like to be like, you know what? There is a big yoga ball in my room, and that looks so fun. And you know what? I want to play with that yoga ball too 
So what we should do is hurry up and finish this work so we all can play with that yoga ball. And kids love to do things that you want to do too. So the only thing more exciting than that yoga ball in my room is the fact that I want to play with that yoga ball with them. I'm not going to leave them to their own devices to just play with the yoga ball haphazardly in my room while I write my note. No. I am going to engage in that game, which to them is the ultimate most exciting thing for to play with me. Well, maybe because you're awesome or just I know it's adult. them. It's everybody. It's all of you. They want to play with you. They want to have fun with you without getting yelled at. So validate those feelings and interact with them. So instead of being like the yoga ball is there and no one told you to sit on it. It's not your turn or whatever. Don't label what they've done wrong. Instead, be like, yes. There is a yoga ball, and you, know you what? are not in your seat. Yeah, yeah. no, patience. Don't like say that. that. No, don't kidding. say that. I don't. I don't. I know. I don't like that. I. I would like. I just instead, I'm like, yes, that is so cool that there's a yoga ball here, and I also would like to run and grab that instead of sitting down. That does make sense. That is valid. There is yeah, nothing invalid true. about that. Like we are not raising robots. So that makes sense that they see a giant ball in my room that's not ordinarily there, but I did just get it because I got so many crazy kids just jumping off the walls. So I got to have some kids jumping on yoga balls before we do speech. Oh, we could talk but about some OT. But activity. now everybody wants to see the yoga ball. So I just want to make sure that they can feel like I understand why they would want to play with that yoga ball. But right now we have to do this. And then as soon as we finish this, we will all play with that. Not even only you by yourself, but all of us together. And then they're like, oh, my God, I can't. What? You want me to write the sentence? I'm going to write the sentence. Like, I'll do whatever you want because that's what they want to do. Right. And you could supplement that with some visuals, like a timer. When this timer goes on five, we're going to play, right? But you need to have all your points first, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, okay, it's not like just do some sloppy work and then you get the ball. Right, yeah, no, no. We need to make sure that it's nice because it has to fit the criteria. Right. So, So, you know, you also, our tips and tricks segment is a little bit not that detailed, but we do want to set criteria for the work that we, it has to be complete (laughs) and nice. To their level, right? Yes, yes. (laughs) Great. I love that. That was excellent. And now our quote is very appropriate for the episode, which is go with the flow. Absolutely. So a lot of times we have plans, which Mm -hmm. it may not sound like it, but we do have plans. Luckily, there's a video on our story of you flipping through a textbook. That I didn't even look at to talk about. I had so many things in the textbook I wanted to bring up. I kind of wish you didn't say that because then I could have just been like, we're so informative. But you know what? (laughs) We did it. We're honest. Well, we had other things brought up. So we do have the best intentions and plans, (laughs) but sometimes the conversations just go another way. And Mm -hmm. I think they're honest conversations, so we just let them flow. Yeah, just go with the flow. Go with the flow. Sometimes your session, you might have to go with the flow too, Mm -hmm. right? Or your life. That's right. So uh, on that note, we also want to bring up that we have a special event planned. It's going Yay. to be May 31st at 8 p.m. Doors open. 2019. May right. 31st, 2019. Is our one-year anniversary show. It's going to be a live podcast recording at a comedy club 
in Long Island City, the Creek in the Cave. And um, it's going to be doors open at 7.30, show starts at 8. We're going to have four comedians and a live musical guest. The show will be hosted by Maria and myself. It'll be Yay. a live podcast recording. So we won't record the comedian sets, but after their sets, we will sit down and chat with them briefly before the next comedian comes on. So the only people who will hear the comedians are the ones who come to the live event. Um, but it's going to be a great show. We're going to have wine, cheese, live music, stand-up comedy, and we really hope to see you there. So please come hang out with us at the Creek in the Cave on May 31st at 7.30 p.m. Wow, I have nothing else to say, but yeah, I'm excited. Maria's going to be a host. I'm going to be a host. I'm going to be up that <laughs> stage, hosting and, and <laughs> toasting. Hosting with the mostest. Right, and toasting <laughs> with the wine. All right. On that note, thank you for listening in. And really, tell us your thoughts about this episode. Really, please. Let us know. Yes, let us know. Thank you. Good night. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hey, ladies. I'm kind of sort of loving and openly, admittingly fangirling y'all um, lovely duo of SLP's Wine and Cheese. Yes, and we love listening to your podcast, First Bite. Well, thank you. I'm Michelle Dawson, and I specialize in functional but fun treatment for medically fragile kiddos, especially for those that have feeding and swallowing impairments and who use AAC devices as part of their total communication plan. On my podcast, First Bite, we discuss all topics related to early intervention and pediatric speech therapy. We address those worrisome ethics and clinical supervision concerns, as well as jump into private practice ownership and really get into the nooks and crannies of all the things in between by interviewing guest experts in the field. Then, every fourth episode, we bring it back home to my Palmetto State by having evidence-based reviews of case studies or resources with my dear friend and colleague, Aaron Forward, who kind of sort of came up with this whole idea. First Bite is partnered with Speech Therapy PD, offering evidence-based content in a podcast. Each episode can count as one hour ASHA CEU. Find them on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Absolutely. And thanks for all you do and for spreading joy into the world. Cheers. Cheers.